0: And we are rolling. This is it. This is episode 403 of No Laugh Track Podcast here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. I'm Justin Severson. As, as I say every week, the lucky guy who gets to come and host this thing because I get to hang out with awesome people. For the third time in my life, I get to spend a little time with Greg Barrett.
1: Yeah, holy shit. What a what a treat for your what a treat for the listener.
0: Well, that's why I'm here. I'm a vessel. I'm their connection. I'm their. Uh, how many have you done now? Four hundred. I'm their sixth degree from people like you. Yeah, you've done
1: how many now? Four hundred. Four
0: oh three. Jesus. Four hundred and three, and I mean, if we really want to analyze that, there's been more that have not survived, uh, you know, computer crashes and oh right stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So I mean, I don't even get to count those in the four oh three. Wow, you know, that's incredible. More. That's incredible but i am curious- so but if we added up all the podcasts that you've been on and all know. the various ones, I don't even it might be more than that
1: I've been on quite a few podcasts,
0: yeah, and you the one you were doing last time you were here, which was two thousand eighteen I don't think you're doing anymore is that right uh with relationship with your uh no i'm
1: no it's not the one maybe my, it's you, maybe it's you i'm not i'm doing <clears throat> we uh we found that was it was uh You know, you're married, you don't need that extra pressure of a podcast.
0: Interesting. Yeah, we just... Okay, so I got to hop in. I listened back to uh, that episode from 2018 and us discussing that. And I had to hop in here because at one point you said that that doing that podcast may have helped save your marriage. I think at the beginning it was super
1: helpful. And then it just got to be intense, and talking about relationship and talking about our relationship and what I was going through at the time and that kind of stuff. And it just seemed like a little bit much. Okay. And we just wanted to just go back to being husband and wife. Yeah.
0: So um, so now you're saying that not doing a podcast with your wife saved your marriage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It did at the beginning and then it's enough. Yeah.
1: And then it was enough.
0: Well, I think it's good to know when you know when you when it when it is enough
1: but i started another podcast yeah i know about relationships with my friend kane who's a comedian a young guy and uh that's called don't take bullshit from fuckers (laughs) and uh we started that just kind of as a lark i mean what could that be about is it anything like the title i mean it's pretty clear what we're on about yeah uh and uh uh, Kane's a funny guy and a friend and it had more of a, it was just one of the things that I missed about when I was doing the podcast with my wife was it just never got to be super funny. You know, it just, we were serious and it would get serious. you know, not that my wife isn't funny or that I'm not funny, but it just wasn't funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to do something that was silly, you know, that, had that had an element of like, we're helping people and we're definitely trying to put a message out there of taking care of yourself and not tolerating bullshit and all that. But at the same time, too, you know, we want to talk about the Batman trailer and we want to talk about that kind
0: of stuff. Yeah. You know,
1: just the way a couple of guys would do. Yeah. In typical podcast format.
0: How do you, Kane, your co-host, how do you know him? Uh,
1: I met Kane. I went on his wife. His wife has a very big podcast called Self-Helpless. Oh, and I went on her podcast and yeah. she's a comic. His
0: ex-wife, they're now divorced, which is something that we talk about on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> I, I I listened to a few episodes and I heard that reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm making the connection. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kelsey Cook is her name. Yes. Very good comic.
0: Yep. I know exactly who that is. Yeah. She's yeah. a great comic. And okay. She's an,
1: and she's a nice girl. And uh, I was sad when they split up, but, but, uh, uh, but I went on her podcast and she said, you need to meet my husband. I think you guys will be friends. And- we met and became fast friends.
0: Oh, yeah. a friend setup. That was a friend setup. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you know, he's a good
1: chunk younger than I am, so you know, uh, it, we have a lot to talk about. Sure,
0: different perspectives.
1: Yeah. Now he's dating, and so the show gets to explore all of what he's going through. And
0: yeah, I can know. tell you, as someone who went, who once went from being married to uh, dating again, and then, well, now I'm married again. Yeah, yeah. that's. Wild it's a hard shift, isn't it?
1: Holy crap, yeah, he's having a tough time with it and and the thing about him is is he's funny and he's popular and and he gets girls sending him pictures, like all oh, I get to live vicariously through his life. Nobody's sending me pictures <laughs> not that i i'm not I'm not asking for them that this is not a call to have yeah you're you're pictures.
0: soliciting them that's what this is,
1: not soliciting pictures. <laughs> but he gets sent pictures and and uh, and lots of you know fan mail and all that kind of stuff and it's kind of funny you know and he's trying to figure it out sure you know
0: uh yeah i mean it's it's has to help having social media now you know yeah. as, as part of the is part of your tools yeah.
1: i guess well for somebody who listens to the podcast, they already know a little bit about you, so they have some sense of whether they like you or not. Yeah. And so the girls decide they like him, and then sometimes they send they send fucking nudes. They just send them. You know, girls are doing that. Like, I get that dudes do that. I had no idea that a woman would just unsolicited send you some nudes.
0: I recently, I, <laughs> I had a job in radio for years, and I had, you know, started off the lowest of the low. Yeah. I answered phones. Yeah. And maybe got my voice on the air. Once a week. Yeah. I mean, I was, it was, you know, I was just, it was 99% behind the scenes. Yeah. But I had a little bit of status just being connected to the show, and I would talk to people calling in, like, hey, they want to get on the air. Why did I would talk to them on the phone and try to, you know, screen if they were, they're worthy of getting on the phone. Anyway, some people would call in very lonely and just want to talk. And yep. sometimes women you know it was women who just sometimes it was guys, truckers who just were so lonely and just wanted to talk to anybody, yeah, and sometimes it was women who were super lonely and looking for a relationship. I recently found pictures that a woman sent me I did not ask for mm-hmm. nudes, and this yeah. is before like she she i bet at the time i, I don 't know if either of us were either on social media or for how like the extent of that of its existence. The pictures she sent me greg she 's sitting naked in a bathtub. Uh, in the bathtub, that you can see the ring around the bathtub of how dirty it is. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh. Like it's not flattering at all. No,
1: there's a uh, there's been a whole we've <laughs> uh, we we became friends with. There's a super huge podcast called Girls Got to Eat. Yeah, do you know Girls Got to Eat? Yeah, and they had me on their show, and then the next week, our listenership quadrupled like it just went they get two million listeners an episode Wow, two million wow and uh and uh and they're really funny single girls that talk about dating and all yep. that kind of stuff and so we had Raina come on our show and she was giving kane advice about how to take a dick pic and <laughs> <laughs> what women like and there's this whole thing about gray sweatpants about how women prefer gray sweat like a like a an outline shot in a pair of gray in sweatpants, photos gray rather than the rather than just putting it out there you know
0: oh. yeah is there something with like uh casting a shadow or something i guess there's just something
1: about like and it was just funny that it was gray sweatpants which to me just seems like such a fail You know, to me, gray sweatpants say, I'm not doing anything today. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I've got no plans. I slept in these. Like, I don't work out in gray. I work out in black. Like, I don't wear gray sweatpants for any other reason unless I've just quit. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) If I've just given up, I just put on gray sweatpants. (laughs) But that's uh, that's apparently like a thing.
0: Yeah. Amazing. You know,
1: so then Kane got sent gray sweatpants.
0: From listeners, and yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. So I so I listened to uh, two of the more recent episodes, not that one, uh, not not the one that you were giving some details of with the um, the guests there, but uh, I did I hear, is there merch involved in this podcast as well? Yes, there's a lot of merch. A lot of merch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a
1: phrase called, that's uh, always be blocking. Yeah. We're telling people all the time, just block people. Nothing
0: more powerful than blocking Okay, people. so that is, because I heard that reference. That's yeah. the story behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then- No, are you talking about blocking, like, literally, like, blocking on social media or just blocking them out of your life? Both. 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 Both.
1: Both. Okay. Essentially both, but blocking people on social media, you know, that's a very powerful thing. It feels good to do that, and it's good. It is good to
0: do that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of that, so how are you using social media in 2021? God, barely. Yeah. I mean, I noticed you're, like, Twitter, you've dropped, not at all?
1: Twitter, I got locked out of and couldn't get back in and just quit. I got locked out of it. I couldn't get back in. I tried to let them, I tried to get them to help me get my account back. Nobody responded to me and I just quit.
0: No shit. Yeah. I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: care. Yeah. And um, you're surviving. And I post, you know, once a week on Instagram, maybe. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of retweets of things like the show has its own podcast. I retweet that. But yeah, my social media is next to nil. Yeah. Just, just, just not interested anymore. Okay. Yeah, how about I, looking I, at other people's? What's that?
0: Do you uh, you know do you open up other people's social media accounts to get information or?
1: No, not really. No, I no. I have a Facebook page that I never use. I always <laughs> go there, and there's people who've been asking me. You know, you know, someone will ask me to do a show, and it'll be like weeks ago because oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just sort of gave up on all that stuff. I don't know why. It just it just didn't interest me anymore. It seemed like a lot of wasted time. Yeah. And there just seemed to be so much fighting and, you know, it was just too much. I was just like, I don't need it. So do you give that advice to other people then? Don't use social media? Yeah. No. no. No? I think some, it, it all depends. There are just people who are good at it, I think. And then I think there's lots of people, most people are just trying to, like, this new social platform just opened up called Clubhouse. Do you know what Clubhouse is? No. So Clubhouse is an app where you can go in and people have conversations and you listen to them have conversations. And then you can join the conversation. Okay. So it's an audio app. And it started, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. My wife turned me on to it. And you have to be invited. But like Elon Musk is on there and uh, Jared Leto and Justine Bateman. And there's all these people. And they're talking Hmm. about different... Things sometimes there's a you can get into a chat about black lives matter or you can listen to people talk about how you would fix your engine or there's just all these conversations and they're ongoing all the time and then you get invites to come to them and sometimes you get invited to speak you know to be one of the people that participates and i thought that was kind of fascinating so i was i was doing that but what i noticed immediately is that there were the people there just like there are on every site trying to sell you how to get fixed in five days and, you know, how to, how to become an entrepreneur and all that kind of mid-level, you know, just garbage that you
0: weed through, you know, people trying to sell you some kind of lifestyle. So, uh, okay. So along those lines, you have a product that you're basically selling now, these life coaching things, right? Yes. That was something that somebody suggested
1: I try um, because of my following. Yeah. And uh, and because of the pandemic and not being able to go out and do stand-up. And uh, so I offered my services as a life coach. And I took a life so- coach certification class. You did? Okay. I w- yeah.
0: I, I was going to ask you that.
1: Yeah, for fun, really. Because you don't need one.
0: I, it's not a certified uh, profession On so my really matter. short uh, yeah, prepping for the podcast That's what I learned That some do that as a career And there is no certification and yeah, Not yeah, necessarily yeah. Uh, re- required No, it's not really a job <laughs> <laughs> It's a little
1: snake oil It's a little snake oily Like I even learned myself like what I'm doing like What I'm good at helping people with And what I'm not good I'm good at talking through a relationship with somebody you know, I'm good at saying to somebody, look, this isn't working for you. This is, you know, you're wasting your time, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But then I started to get comics uh, that were on the road that wanted to talk. And then I just got people that wanted to talk, really. And so it's not a full-blown profession, but it's something I do on the side that sort of um, feels good when I do it. And, uh, and it's something I'm good at, you know. Yeah. But I can't, I don't have a program. I don't have a lifestyle that I'm selling, you know I don't have some tenants to live by. It's just all sort of critical thinking,
0: yeah, so initially, your uh education on this was just your life, living your life,
1: just living my life and having written relationship books yeah and i and and this girl who was who's a coach and she's got thousands of people and she 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 makes a ton of money and she was like why aren't you doing this why aren't you coaching and i was like i don't know it just hadn't occurred to me
0: so can you name like what's the who's the average person that's talking to you it's hard to say really you know uh give me Oh, then uh give me like a um all the, there's all the way from a 70 year old this to a 20 year old this i got a i get a lot of women in their mid 30s who
1: uh have never been able to find the right relationship okay uh I get a lot of one off phone calls, you know, where you just do one call with people who've just recently been through breakups and are struggling with what to do next. Yeah. You know, or trying to, you know, use the no contact rule and not get involved. Yeah. Uh, And then the people that have been longtime clients are guys that are comics that want to write. Okay. So we talk about their act and we talk about writing and we and then they just tell me personal things and, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: That is so cool. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. It's it's interesting. I don't know that like, but I'm also very wary of it, as well. You know what I mean? Because I do think there's a lot of people out there selling ideas that are just garbage.
0: So you're so I'm so I take that as like you're honest with somebody and if you don't have the right answer. I'm not a therapist. Absolutely. I'm not yeah. a therapist. I, I actually wrote that the right down answer. therapy versus life coaching. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, I'm not a therapist. I'm
1: not a licensed therapist, um, which gives me the leeway to just have my own opinion. Yeah. And to be able to, uh, you know, like when you are a therapist, you can't diagnose somebody else's husband. But I can if I want. Sure, <laughs> I can diagnose your husband for
0: you. I can tell you he's an alcoholic. <laughs> right, you know, like in my opinion, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any advice for uh, a wife and ex- or a, a ex-wife and current wife that don't get along? <laughs> Just kidding. I d- I mean that's a tough <laughs> one. that's a that's a tough one. You know. Um,
1: are there kids involved? Um. Yep. Well, you got to remember that the kids are the are the priority. Yep. And that and that you should, you know, you don't have to, you also don't have to love the next person. You Mm-mm. just have to sometimes deal with them as, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. professionally. Just do it professionally.
0: I like that. I like that. Speaking of the other profession is uh, the reason why you're here at Acme is your okay. profession as a stand-up comedian. Yes. How do you think? L- I was here last night. I loved it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. How about you? How did, did you love it as much as I did?
1: I enjoyed it. Yeah. I had a great time last night. I had a really good time. I loved, thought the crowd was incredibly warm and and, and good. Uh, this is only my second week being back. Last week, I was in uh, Kansas City. Okay. It was my first week back, and then up until that point, I hadn't pre- performed a full-hour set anywhere since March. Wow. So it had been a long time. So I'm sort of getting my footing. I, last night, I leaned on some old stuff, but but uh but because i just wanted to be comfortable and get you know get through the set
0: yeah how uh, what have you been doing like as far as the stretching the comedy muscle and during COVID. i mean i I saw you did some drive-in shows at least one i did one drive-in one drive-in show
1: yes i got you're so well researched the um i did it was 600 people it was 200 cars uh, at the top of a parking lot in Irvine. Yeah. And it was uh, Pete Lee and Chris Fairbanks and Jay Farrow and a girl named Laura uh, Bites. Okay. And I can't remember the opener's name. Bless his heart. But, uh, but it was really strange. It was really strange. We were <laughs> Why? This, because people honk. Yeah. So you need to tell a joke, they hear the ho- the joke, and then they laugh. They're not laughing while you're doing the joke, which is, uh. you know, and so much of what I, so much of what I do relies on my face and my enthusiasm and the way I behave on stage. Yeah. You know? I found Zoom shows to be just a nightmare. I just couldn't get the same performative qualities doing a zoom show that i do when i perform here sure so uh but yeah but it was it was it was fun to do i was i was glad to be asked you know um uh there was a big screen behind us so you were like you know we were on this little stage and then there was a gigantic drive-in movie size film of us behind us during the set Strange. So it was weird yeah it yeah. was
0: really weird, and the whole honking like wait the honking
1: thing was so weird, and people sitting in the back of trucks and stuff, but that's how bad people want it is that they were willing uh. to drive to the top of a parking lot to
0: yeah, yeah, true, you
1: know. and most people did pretty well
0: how so how is it looking for the rest of the year for you are you are you optimistic that things are opening up or
1: yeah, a little bit, I mean, it's weird how many people are out. In the world, like, I've been so at home, so to get on an airplane and to see lots of people walking around and to fly and to and then go to a hotel and stay somewhere and come out and see people out, it's weird because it hasn't been my experience. Right. Um, I am optimistic. I am optimistic. It seems like people are getting the shots. It seems like, I mean, I have some friends that have gotten them, and they're young, you know, so yeah, okay. they were like, you know, there's that thing where there's extra.
0: Oh yeah, at the, like the end of the day.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, there's extra <laughs> yeah. stuff, and then they have a, and then they do like a, hey, we're, we're giving shots here if you want to come get one. Yeah. So, I think there will be enough eventually. I think know? so. You know, and I think, I think people are eager to get back out into the world. Oh,
0: I, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> so, I was the the pattern that we've uh, that you've been on coming to Acme. Mm-hmm. It was you were here in 2016. Then you were here in 2018, and last time you we were here, I commented about, oh, well, so I'll expect you to hear, in tw- you'll be back here in 2020. And your reply was, unless it's on some rhythm we don't understand. How accurate was that? Holy shit. Huh? God, I'm Nostradamus, man. That's incredible. So what else do you know I about the future? I don't, Tell I, me. I, I don't Help know. us out here. What's, what's the next Bitcoin? Make us money. Oh, God,
1: I wish I could, man. I wish I knew that myself. <laughs> Unless run some rhythm I don't know about, yeah, isn't, isn't that interesting? interesting huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wonder we, what wonder what you were actually getting at. Maybe nothing, but it it, it fits. Yeah, it yeah, fits really yeah, well. yeah. It totally fits. It fits really well. Uh, first thing I when I went in, uh, you know, one of the first things every day, uh, if I have time, is I'll look at the latest news that I might have missed overnight or the next day or whatever. Mm-hmm. The first news story I saw this morning. Uh, this is the most minnesota story i could think of right now it in uh it presented itself to me toro recalls 6700 snowblowers due to amputation hazard jesus yeah and my first thought is isn't every snowblower an amputation hazard holy shit i don't know how do you how does that happen how do you get how do you how,
1: how do you lose a limb with a snow oh with a snowblower
0: yeah So it has, you know, it has a thing. Apparently, this one, uh, when you turn it off, it has been known to keep spinning. Oh, shit. Yeah. So maybe, you know, you're going to clear out the old snow or you think you're just reaching down. I don't know. But my first thought was they all, don't they all have that risk? Fuck. (laughs) Right? It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What's the most dangerous? That's got to be a tough day over at Toro. Right. Right? You know, we've got an amputation problem, guys. Don't <laughs> say amputation in this room. Don't say amputation in this room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, they probably have a sign at the door. <laughs> the oh. words the words, not to be spoken in this building. Yeah, amputation is one of them. <laughs> Holy shit. I had, a, I had a roommate in college, uh... We were sitting around. He's like, oh, I've ever showed you this. He takes his shoes and socks off, and he was missing two and a half toes because of something similar with a lawnmower. Jesus. He had a story about p- going pushing a lawnmower uh, up a hill. It came back on him, and he sliced off the top of his Oh. Hill. Yeah. God. Oh, Can you think I'm of anything like that in your life? What's the dangerous thing in your house that you should not be messing with?
1: The thing that slices potatoes. What's it called? <laughs> you know the that really thin slice yeah. um uh, what is that thing called it's got <laughs> oh a name
0: it's, it's not a mandolin but something like it's that it's something like that yeah 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 <laughs>
1: that 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 thing I can't I don't do that I won't even cut my wife won't let me cut bread yeah <laughs> yeah like french loaf like she's like you're just not let me do it
0: you know what it, you know what it just uh came to mind I went to I was at a um one of these small little like neighborhood uh, grocery stores, like on a corner, really small one. They had a deli in the back. I went in there to get some deli meat, and the guy's like, uh, they don't have it sliced yet. So he puts it on the meat slicer, and it's going back and forth and, and slicing, and it's taking a long time. And I look up, and he, blood is just all over his hands. Oh, no. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> and, he, yeah uh,
0: he finished the job and got me my meat ew I know I would
1: be like, No, thanks, man, God. not this one, no,
0: no. oh shit no. I never ate it
1: yeah, I watch a lot I watch a lot of cooking shows, yeah, yeah, and and uh there's people are always cutting themselves, yeah that's like just one of the hazards you mm-hmm. gotta live with is that you're that you're gonna get blood in your food.
0: Now, why are you watching cooking shows? Because you love food? You love the- No. Watch them? You are a cook?
1: No, I'm not a cook. I don't even really love food that much. Like, I don't- I'm not like a foodie. You Uh know what I mean? I don't take a lot of risks. I have a very specific diet. But I love watching people cook. And I love watching people compete to cook. And I have no idea why. It's like Xanax for me. It just fucking relaxes me. I can't- Yeah, and I've watched everything. I've watched all of- I watch all of Master Chef, all of Master Junior, all of Top Chef, all of the Great British Baking Show. Even the kid like, ones, huh? The kid ones are the best. Really? Oh, they're the best. These kids <laughs> are incredible, and they're fun. They're really fun reality show contestants. That's the thing. I think I love. I think I, during quarantine, I've fallen in love with reality television. Is that certain, right? certain, certain types of reality television. I love the. I love the ones where the the. Uh, there's a couple one uh called rust valley which is just these guys that live up in canada and restore cars and they're trying to keep their business afloat and there's one called car masters which is this company that makes hot rods and and ladies. you're
0: not a car guy but you like watching this
1: i'm not a car guy you i either. mean i do i do love cars but yeah. i don't i don't own or think fix or tinker with yeah no i don't know anything about it there was a glass blowing competition called y- blow blow yes. it away yes it's fucking great uh-huh it's great. I love great reality show casting. I love when you get people that you can empathize with or like or that are strange or that you're pulling for. I love you know, I do love all the survivors, but the thing that I'm really embarrassed about that I just got into that I Here promised I never would was The Bachelor. I watched The Bachelorette because Kane and when Kane was married to Kelsey they watched every season. Yeah. So Kane was still watching it and I called him an idiot. And he goes, you should watch one. And so for the sake of the podcast, I thought, all right, I'll watch one and then I'll be able to say that it's stupid or whatever. Not, I'm not going to get hooked. And I got immediately hooked. <laughs> I'm just a it's fucking snap. It is. And it's a terrible show. They're horrible people. Mm-hmm. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work.
0: Uh, it, it, so many of those people aren't in there looking for a real relationship. No,
1: they're gonna. They want more
0: followers on Instagram. They want to be influencers. A, they want to. They want to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. They it's all what's wanted... casting at the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of those people still work in the show. Yeah. In the Bachelor Nation is what I'm told it's called. But this season of the current Bachelor that's on right now, it's the first time they've had a black Bachelor. Okay. And they found a contestant that's in there that he's really falling for, who has a totally racist past. What went to antebellum dances, liked QAnon posts? No, yeah, yeah. Parents are big supporters of Trump's. Uh, uh, this is tailor made for 2021. They have her dressed, she's dressed as an American Indian for Christmas. No, I mean, for some not for Christmas, for Halloween. Um, no,
0: no, 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a a contestant from Minnesota, they're putting like I see headlines here and there. That's not the one from Minnesota, I hope. No, she's not from Minnesota, she's from okay. Georgia, of course. Okay. <laughs> she's from Georgia, I believe.
1: And okay. uh, and and then Chris Harrison defended her and now he's got to step down as the
0: host? Oh, okay, that's what the, Yes, okay, yeah. I did see that. He yes. went,
1: his real his whatever his conservative side came out and he was like talking about the woke police. Right. And then Did the, you know this about Chris Harrison? No, I could never really, like, because I have only just watched the show this year,
0: I didn't love him. Yeah. Like, I
1: love uh, the dude from Survivor. Oh, Probst. I think Probst is great. He's
0: he's great. I love Probst. Mm-hmm, I do, too. And I,
1: and I like the guy from The, the Amazing Race. He's good, too. They're mm-hmm. good host. And what they do, they're, they're real pros. Harrison yep. isn't doing anything for me. But this whole side came out, and I was like, okay, that's what was bugging me.
0: Isn't that great Isn't that great There was something
1: There was something there In the back of my head That said don't trust this guy
0: I love it And then it reveals itself Yeah,
1: Yeah so now he's stepping down So it's a whole thing It's a whole to do And I think the reason He was so defensive About this girl is I think this girl Might end up being The Bachelorette Without this guy Knowing any of this stuff About her
0: Oh yeah I mean he knows it now Yeah yeah But
1: it's already been shot Uh huh So it's gonna be interesting To see what happens
0: You'll be tuning in To find out Oh fuck yeah uh well i when i wet when i wet when i met my wife not wet my w- life yeah you know what i'm trying to say yeah she got sucked me into a reality show that i was like well i'll give it a shot just to sit here and hang out with her and now i'll be like are we gonna watch teen mom on mtv no yes really yes i will be the one that reminds us you know it was on last night and we could watch it now is teen mom teen mom teen mom og and teen mom too Wow. Yes. And they're just teen moms. Yeah, now they're like in their
1: thirties. Now they're in their thirties. Yeah. But they were teen moms.
0: Mm-hmm. And and because 'cause it's been on for so long. Mm-hmm.
1: And some of those it hasn't gone well for all of those people. Oh right? God no.
0: It's gone. It's gone poor for some of them.
1: I I I I see them Oh, they're I, I only know about it when it ends up like in TMZ.
0: Right. Uh or they're announcing, you know, the fourth child with the fourth uh significant other. Oh wow. Yeah, it's it's it's
1: Television doesn't make them better. No, if you think thinking being on TV will turn people into better people because they'll get a chance to look at themselves and then grow.
0: Okay, Greg, we're we're, we're almost out of time here, but here's what I'm going to pose to you. So, what do you say to people? I guess this isn't a relationship thing, but do you have any? Uh, in, what do you say to someone who compares themselves to either their friends or just anything? Like for example, uh, someone I know just posted on Facebook the other day that they bought a house this person is kind of a dingbat and this person did somebody stepped in and told them to save money or whatever they did and now they're at they're young and they just bought a house i'm very happy for him kind of jealous yeah kind of jealous my, yeah. my house my my ex-wife lives in and i rent the place i live in and you know I, uh some putting yourself up against someone else like oh, i wish i had that
1: it's tough uh we rent and a friend of mine just bought and just posted pictures of the place and all that yeah just i had to look away yeah i just look away i just nope not for me yeah don't need to go there i love my life i love my family i am what i am i'm doing what i'm doing we'll just keep going yeah you know uh uh my advice is to just stay on your own page just do your own homework yeah you know their life is complicated and difficult too in other ways and
0: you know yeah i um i like that one of the things that uh, this is the final thing i'm gonna throw out and i just love this i think more people i could learn a lot from um i don't want to say this i should i should live by this motto more and it's something i wrote down that you said in the last time we, we talked and it said you don't get anything out of hating something
1: no yeah, you don't get anything out of hating something. And I just and, and I think
0: that uh as time goes on, sometimes I'm getting a little more like nah, I hate that. Yeah. That and was I'm not my, crazy about that. That was my whole thing with the bachelor. I was
1: like, look, I, you haven't investigated it. You don't know what it is. Yeah. What if you end up liking it? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh I mean I like it because of how demonic it is and how blatantly the producers have set people up to fail. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah, you know, and put people in positions of fighting and creating produced moments because they've got to. It's a television program. Right. We're all sitting there. We're not we're not just watching people go on
0: happy dates. No.
1: You know, that's the thing I like about the competition shows is you don't have to create the drama. The drama's in the competition. Yeah. You uh, know,
0: the uh, the the people that are the, the focus of these teen mom shows. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to. So, like, I'll see them buy these freaking like this one person on the show has bought a new house every year the last five years. Wow. And the money is from being, you know, starting off as a making a, you know, a, something I bet they regretted at the time and now it's led to a mansion, you know. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some crazy people how things work out. Yeah, yeah, some people are crafty and smart with <laughs> right? what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I was responsible. Yeah. I used I was so freaking careful and
1: Yeah. You know. I want to have a re- worked
0: out, but boy, that part hasn't. My
1: next thing is to create a, a cooking competition show. Uh-huh. That's my next thing Is to create a reality show I be- I had a reality show I had two reality shows Back in the day But I want to do a cooking competition show That's a relationship show Where you're cooking To go on a date with somebody Like it's four people competing For the heart of one person And it, they have to do it through their cooking And the person gets to taste their food And then eliminate them I love it Yeah I'm in the food for love. <laughs> I like this. I that's like my, it. That's my that's my current project. Okay. Is there anything else? Any more books? Not that no I. More, not
0: that you have to. You've already done so much. No
1: more books right now. No I think, more books. I don't think. Yeah. I don't. I'm not really in the mood for a book. I'm. I. I really. I sort of want to work in television, but I don't want to be the star or something. I just want to go and produce. Okay. Yeah. So you're working on that. Yeah. Getting
0: some stage time when you can.
1: Getting some stage time to stand up always whenever stand ups available. Yep. You know keep working on stuff
0: yeah uh and we should let people know that the last time you were here in 2018 you recorded an album i did here yes i did yeah
1: i did it here and it was uh and it's pretty good it's it wasn't the best night of the week unfortunately oh no it wasn't i got heckled during the middle of it um but i made it work
0: but the uh, the one that you released you're heckled yeah I I listened to it recently. Which I well, must've... they
1: I, somebody says something. We talk. It's not like a heckle.
0: Okay, but it was like they
1: somebody started talking during it. Okay, um, it's good. It's I I wish it was better. If I'm being totally honest. Yeah. Uh, so why are you in here? And uh, <laughs> which and is I'm, a great joke. Thank you. And uh, uh, and I'm still doing some of that material. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Is trying to like. I want to get back on the. I write on. I write on stage, so I need to be on stage to turn the act over.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I think that's it. People need to come to the shows here. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, through the weekend. Through the weekend. Through the weekend here come at out. Acme. Yeah. Follow you on social media. Yeah, and keep an eye out for the cooking show that's going to come. Uh, who knows when?
1: Who knows, but look for it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, man.